is in the air. That means pumpkin spice lattes. That means pumpkin spice everything. Ugg boots, yoga pants. God, I hope I can fit into mine this season. Scarves. And baseball tees. Hoodies. Not yet, but soon. The metal tee. No need for any cease and desist here. And hats. Stop by CollarAndElbowBrand.com today and get your fall drop immediately. It's fall, y'all. CollarAndElbowBrand.com You'll be the coolest person in Starbucks whether you're wearing yoga pants and Ugg boots or not. In fact, I like to go to Starbucks without the bottoms on all the time and just wear my collar. All right, guys, Big Joe and Carl Carafel here on the JNK Podcast. What's going on? What's up, guys? All right. Um, so it's been a little while since you've been kind of here. You've been kind of going through some things. Yeah, I definitely have been. Uh, personal medical <clears throat> issues and uh, going through them. Yeah. So I guess we should uh, mention, um, you know, talk a little bit about our, about our sponsor, Collar and Elbow a little bit here. Uh, coming up with some new merchandise for the fall season, as mentioned there. Yeah, and hopefully uh, hopefully they're going to be coming out with something for uh, winter as well, which uh, I'm, I, they kind of teased. If you listen to that promo that uh, yeah. our buddy Al Snow did, um, he kind of alluded to, not yet, <laughs> for sweaters. Yeah. Uh but pretty sure that uh, soon there will be. But yeah, I mean, you have to go and take a look at their website, collarandelbowbrand.com. You can take a look at the three-quarter sleeve baseball shirts that they've got. You can take a look at the baseball cap that they've got. You can as well take a look at the metal tee that they have. That looks which, nice, by the way. Yeah, yeah personally, I yeah. think that, that it looks amazing, and I will probably be getting myself one of those. Yep. Um, as well as for the remainder of this month, they have their collar and elbow brand mirror print pink yes. shirt. It's the, the shirt itself isn't pink, but the mirror where it says collar and elbow, kind of like the shirt that I have, mm-hmm. um, is pink. And proceeds from that or a portion of the proceeds from that are going to go to a cancer research for uh, for breast cancer. Yes. And I do believe really for just cancer research, not really specifically breast cancer, but I think uh, just, just cancer research in general, mm-hmm. which amazing for a collar and elbow brand to hop on and do. Um, so when you do go there, check them out. CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Make sure that you take a look. Make sure that when you find something that you like, that you click Add to Cart. Yep. Once you're finished adding all the stuff that you want into that cart, you need to make sure that you go to where it says Promo Code. Mm-hmm. With that, you need to make sure that you put in the promo code of JK Podcast, and you will get yourself a sweet 10% off your purchase. Yes, absolutely. Uh, take advantage of that and um, go nuts with the shopping there. And uh, as Carl mentioned, use that 10% discount. You'll be glad that you did and you get to support us a little bit too at the same time, which is uh, which is pretty cool. That's right. And just so that you know, this is not a one-time promo code. No. Anytime that you decide Anytime. to go to 
collarandelbowbrand.com and make yourself a purchase. Use that promo code JKPODCAST every time that you make an order and you can receive that 10% discount. Mm-hmm. All right, and before we get to um, our usual kind of discussion, this will be a turnbuckle talk. But to let you guys know that uh, we're shooting for a bit of a, of a shorter uh, time frame on, on this, uh, you know, moving away from the the full hour to a, a little bit less. You know, kind of you know, not necessarily cutting things out, just condensing and uh, just uh, you know, making it so that uh, you know you don't have to listen for for too long. And then you're, you know, we're just basically we're not cutting things out. We're just you know, condensing the awesomeness. That's right. So you may hear us kind of talking a little bit quicker when it comes to different things. You may uh, kind of find that we're not really having too many breaks and too too long of pauses in yep. between things. We're going to try to keep things going at a, at a good pace for everybody because we know that there are people that listen who do daily commutes. Mm-hmm. And for them, an hour-long episode is too long because they get onto a bus and they do whatever they have to do. And they, in their travel, their travel's about half an hour to 40 minutes. And then they can't finish listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. And we got some feedback and they're like, guys, we want to listen to the whole podcast. Mm-hmm. But it sucks because we have sure to break do. it up. So. so we were like, fine, yeah. fine. We're going to try this out. Yep. And uh, we're going to condense things down. And we're going to try try this out and go from there. Mm-hmm. So continue with that feedback. We love hearing your feedback. Absolutely. One thing that we're not cutting out, and I we actually get right to now, is uh, our, our usual kind of little sound clipper bit. You know that we kind of come across. This is a classic on the internet. Uh, I dug up an oldie, but a good one, and uh, we'll play this clip. And this is the Grape Lady Fail segment, which we'll uh, show. Uh, we'll actually, we'll play. If anybody hasn't heard this, you're hearing this for the first time. But this is a classic that I uh, stumbled on, and uh, so here we go. And then we'll get to some wrestling discussion after this. And one of the things that's done is right here, these buckets are filled with grapes. What kind of grapes? These are filled with Chamberson grapes, and the winner this Saturday who stomps the most juice will actually win an overnight stay here at Chateau Alon. Are you ready? You ready to try it? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Not disgusting. Let's All go. All right, you ready? Give us a 30 second time. Here we go. So what's the deal here? You, there's a contest to stomp, and how are you measuring who does the best stomping? And whoever stomps the most juice wins an overnight stay, but it's not the only thing you can do. The measuring cups are down below, right? Measuring cups are down below. All right. Tell, and and if, you, if you win, you get to stay at Chateau Alain. And what else do you have going on here? Well, if great stomping's not your thing, you can come and spend the day listening to live music, eating international foods, having wine tours and tasting, vineyard tours, seminars, arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun, a whole day. Stop. Oh, oh. She's actually hurt. No, there. I think she is. Yeah, she's Ouch. hurt. She took a hard fall off there. Okay. What? Gosh, I hope she's okay. Okay. Mm. We're going to make sure she is. We'll try and Gosh, check on her and get back right. to you as soon as we can. We'll be back mm. right after this. Gee. So there you go. Uh, a classic bit on the internet. I think, I think maybe the, the funny thing about that is not necessarily the actual fall there, but just the, the kind of lackluster reaction from the, the uh the reporters back in the studio like oh it looks like she's actually hurt <laughs> yeah they uh they really didn't seem to uh, it was it was almost as though they were shocked no empathy by, by what was happening they were just kind of like uh yeah. 
did did that happen? <laughs> right. <laughs> And of course, you know the internet went, uh, you know, with this bit uh, kind of ran with it. Uh, even uh, go as much as uh, you know, Family Guy uh, lampooning that on the on there. So definitely a, a mainstay in popular culture in uh, the internet. So figured I'd uh, play that. So uh, to get into some turnbuckle talk discussion here, we're gonna, you know, pretty well gonna uh, revolve around one uh, topic here, and this involves. Um, kind of indirectly uh, WWE, but uh, mainly with uh, the Bullet Club and specifically with Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Okay. Um, I know it, 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 it really, from what you and I have discussed, uh, mm-hmm. th- this really revolves around the Young Bucks, really has nothing to do with Cody um, and really has nothing to do with Adam Page and has mm-hmm. nothing to do with uh, Kenny Omega. I mean, this is all really surrounded around the Young Bucks themselves. Right. Um, there are some issues with Cody. There yep. definitely is like some, some different things with, with Cody that, that WWE are, uh, kind of, you know, trying, trying, trying to keep him away from doing. Um, but this one specific thing, um, which revolves around a hand gesture, yep. um, is really directed towards the young bucks. Um, yep. Which to me kind of seems a little petty. Considering the Very much so. the entire uh, faction of the Bullet Club, whether it be uh, Tomatonga, uh, you know, whether it be any uh, a Bad Luck Fale, whether it be Chase Owens, um, you know, any of these guys that 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 are part of the Bullet Club but aren't mainstream are using as well, uh, but everything seems to be pointed just towards the Young Bucks. Yeah, and you know the interesting thing with this is that uh, I mean these aren't the only ones that have used this. I mean uh, NWO, the the Click. I mean it, it's a uh, maybe not like a staple in professional wrestling might not be the best way to kind of put it, but I mean it's been kind of widely used, and it, it to me it's just confusing as to why you know and I don't know if it's Vince specifically or, or who it is in upper management at WWE that, that is so offended and so. Uh, know angry or pissed off about this but i mean like uh, going as far as uh, you know, like legal action um you know, cease and desist and whatnot you know yeah and you even heard uh yeah. in um you know, i'll snow with his uh, uh collar and elbow uh, promo there uh, kind of even kind of uh, hinting <laughs> yeah. at it there so you know, it's definitely been something that's um you know been uh, a big topic uh, in the, the professional wrestling world right now and i would definitely agree with you i think petty on the hand of WWE is definitely the the right way to describe that whole situation, because in that I mentioned to you, if Vince would have been really really smart, should have capitalized that and actually incorporated that, and to, I would even say if you can bring them onto WWE programming, you'd have had everybody just buzzing about that. You definitely would have. Um, right now, and I I don't know really. All the behind-the-scenes stuff that's really going on yep. with with uh, Bullet Club and with the WWE. Um, I I, I want to touch on just quickly something else that happened with a uh, uh, with 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 somebody who's been with the WWE for a while. Um, I'm talking Jimmy Jacobs, mm, um, yeah. a man who is friends with uh, with a majority of these people that are in the Bullet Club. Um, had gone out and when the Bullet Club had done their uh, quote unquote invasion. Um, of raw um he snapped a photo of himself put it up on instagram and twitter and stuff like that uh, and and ultimately was was let go 
yeah. from the WWE. Now, there were other issues surrounding that as well. But the final straw from what is being told right now is that this photo that he took with the Bullet Club was was the final straw and the determining factor to Jimmy Jacobs being fired. Uh, how petty is that? That's... That, that, yeah. I, I really just I really don't understand right now. And I I I hope that either the Bullet Club on their their uh, their YouTube channel, um, and I'm gonna plug it for them, being the elite. Yeah. Um I, I hope that they maybe can give us some insight into why the WWE is being like this. So Nick, mm-hmm. Matt, if you guys are listening, um please Please go ahead and 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 let us know on on one of these episodes of being the elites, or even just 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 give me a shout, call me. Absolutely, uh, you, you call, know, call us on the phone. Just just call me. Uh, get a hold of me on Facebook. Get a hold of us on on wherever. Right, just just somehow get a hold of us and let us know. Like, what the hell is going on here? I'm really confused right now as to why the WWE is having such an issue with the Bullet Club. And even going as far, you know, on WWE side of things, you know, if you're pretty shrewd and we're paying attention to the internet and uh, seeing videos coming up, and actually you uh, showed this uh, personally to me, uh, it kind of in return, WWE then kind of poking fun at them uh, after the cameras kind of stopped rolling on um, an episode of Raw or SmackDown or whatever it was, you know, including uh, you know, AJ Styles, Jinder Mahal, Randy Orton, Rusev, and maybe another couple ones, uh, you know, kind of making fun of them. But that's okay for them to do that. But then when this happens, then it's like, you know, then WWE loses their minds. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't so much that they were making fun of them, really. But, making but fun it, of the situation. But they were making fun of the situation, definitely. Yeah. Because on, on an episode of SmackDown, um, after the cameras, or no, uh, 205 Live. Because 205, 205 Live tapes right. after, or goes live after SmackDown. Yeah. So after the cameras stopped rolling on 205 Live, they, they, they always, you know, bring out the top stars. And have them do something, whether it's a, a, a one-on-one situation, whether it's, a, you know, tag team, triple threat, um, you know, three-on-three, three, whatever it is, right? And in this instance, just happened to be three-on-three. Looks like it, yeah. Um, and the referee got involved with it as well, and they were like... like the the, the heels of, of the show were like doing the two-sweet and trying to get the a referee to come in and do it with them and then AJ Styles would go over and kind of pull him away and yeah. be like dude what are you doing like those are the bad guys come over here to sweet me because I'm the good guy like really yeah really do, you, do does WWE own the rights to 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 no. that hand gesture no. do they own the rights to the words too sweet yeah y- you know like like you can't copyright words and stuff like that. And you know, the, the, making a technology reference here, that when uh, Apple was trying to sue uh, Samsung because uh, their phones look too similar, you, 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 what are you going to? You can't patent rounded rectangles. That's what smartphones are. They, they all have that basic shape. What are they going to do? Start making them like triangles or like, uh, um, you know, different shapes? Yeah, well, <laughs> right. Oblong rectangles or something like it's. I mean. It, you would think, you know, common sense would kind of prevail in this kind of situation, but, uh, you know, I mean, WWE can't be doing this to make money. They already make millions and millions of dollars. So it just, it, it it's just so unnecessary, in my opinion. They could have used it and uh, actually benefited themselves instead of they done the opposite and shot themselves in the foot, you know, by, you know, having this run in with one of the biggest factions in the world of professional wrestling. Honestly, I hope this is all a work. I really do. 
Like how how awesome would, would be, it, how awesome would it be oh if this was honestly all a work and WWE and the Bullet Club were actually all in on this together and at some point whether it be like Royal Rumble or something mm. like that that we actually see the entire Bullet Club which isn't the entire Bullet Club yeah. but the Enough mainstays of, of the Bullet Club yeah. um actually come out during, you know, or even even bring them to NXT because well, right now, now we've got war games or war games. We're gonna know by either then or Royal Rumble if this is a work at all. If they don't do it by then, then we know this is just a uh, you know what we're thinking. Yeah, right. Ex- exactly. I mean, and it could just very well be that I'm overthinking this, but I, I don't mean, think so. Like, like that that would be awesome if at War Games because y- you got to take a look at who who kind of who they have there right now. Yeah. They've got Kyle O'Reilly, they've got Bobby Fish, and they've got Adam Cole, baby, who was part of the Bullet Club. Absolutely. Right? So, it would be interesting to be able to take all of these guys, the Young Bucks. uh, I I doubt that Cody would come and really do anything, um, Mm, unless he was politely asked. Then I could see it. Yeah. and, and and anybody else, really, anybody else. Uh, Hangman Page, I'm I'm yeah, sure, sure would want that opportunity. Yeah. Um, Kenny Omega, I'm sure would love the opportunity as well, right? And even if it's just a one-off thing, mm-hmm. right? Just that alone, yep. all of this build-up, all of this build-up to have, oh, a big war games go on with the yeah. Bullet Club against the NXT Right, like that, that 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 huge. would be smart. It'd be huge business wise. Uh, buys for that would go way up. Um, WWE network subscriptions would go way up. You'd just have the internet wrestling community just a buzz if uh, uh, even a hint of that were, were to happen. You definitely would. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you would. Oh, absolutely. Yep. So it remains to be seen. Uh, you know what happens with that? If WWE is smart, if Vince is smart, whoever is running the whole deal up there. Uh, find a way to um, to do something. Um, you know, it would be not necessarily a first in the business because you know with some of the like the cruiserweight uh, um, tournament that they did, the the Mayon Classic. You know, bringing in wrestlers from other promotions. Um, you know, to be used for essentially kind of some one off stuff like people like Zack Saber Junior, uh, Kota Bushi. Like these guys work in New Japan and some of these other places. So, you know, W is known for kind of uh, you know cherry picking a lot of Ring of Honor's talent. Yeah. So, I mean would be very smart I think on the part of both companies to uh even if it is just a one off deal absolutely absolutely right yeah so we'll see what comes about that time I mean uh hopefully something sooner than later happens with that remains to be seen and uh I think what we'll kind of end off talking about here is actually something that uh you and I kind of talked about recently and uh kind of uh reapproaching it as, as a as a topic here because I think that it may be time for this to actually happen. And what I'm getting at here is the idea of having the women's division main event WrestleMania. Yes. Because it really is the the last thing that they really have to do. They've main evented, you know, the, the weekly shows, Raw and SmackDown, the NXT show, they've done that. Uh, NXT TakeOver, they've main evented that. They've main evented the regular pay-per-use for WWE. All that remains now is the big one, WrestleMania. Yes. I think this year could possibly be the year that they attempt that. Why? Just because of the the depth of talent that they have now in just the, 
how good the women really are right now. Okay. I think I think it may be the year that we could see it happen. Honestly, I I definitely agree with you. I think that this honestly could be the year that this happens for them. Um, definitely, it's time. A hundred percent, it's time for them to finally get their their due uh, and main event. And I'm not talking like co-main event, second mm. before. Last I'm match. talking last match, main event, WrestleMania. Yep. Now the question comes in, who? Who do you involve? Right? You've got this plethora of different female talent that's out there. I do not want to see it be a five-on-five crabopple of of just debauchery going on. I want to see a legitimate match between two competitors going after one of the belts. I don't care if it's on Raw or SmackDowns. Mm-hmm. The belt needs one of the belts needs to be on the line in the main event yep. of WrestleMania. And it needs to be a one on one situation. I would agree with the one on one situation. I would tweak the idea personally and we'll see if it pans out. Uh, my idea would be to have Raw Women's Champion against SmackDown Women's Champion, both titles on the line for at WrestleMania. You see, but then people people are going to want an amalgamation of them and yeah. stuff like that. And I mean, yeah. I don't think you you should amalgamate those belts. Um, then I, you just have it be champion versus champion purely for bragging rights. To see who's who the best one is. <clears throat> doesn't necessarily have to be a title on the line. It would just be purely, okay, who's the better champion of the two brands? I guess you could. And what platform to do it on than WrestleMania? I mean, mean, if you could really pull off a good match, I mean, you you have a potential for some really good stuff there. Yeah, you really do. Um, I don't don't know, though. I think I would would actually want to see a WWE championship defended. In the main event mm-hmm. of a WrestleMania, yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go back and kind of take a look, but I think it's been years since that's actually happened. Yeah, right. Normally, the main event is gonna be like uh, you know Taker versus whoever it is, or, or yep. you know Triple H taking on this person for whatever reason this time, you know, because they said their baby's poop smells like something like squid or something wow. right like so some stupidity like that um it's it, i i want to i want to see the women's title defended mm-hmm. which one i don't care yeah but i just want to see a women's title defended at wrestlemania true uh, i like that idea as well the only thing with that then is i think that if you're gonna do something like that, i think you need to uh, you know corporate at least one from from kind of each brand i don't think you necessarily want to you know leave you know some out right so i mean i would go as far as like making like the make it like a big battle royal with all the women on the roster i think i'd be maybe a little too much um you know and things can get messy the more you involve more people and whatnot but uh, maybe for something like maybe maybe the mid card you know and you can involve like you know rumored to be working at the uh, performance center ronda rousey and some of these other people you know you can definitely have a strong women's wrestling presence at wrestlemania you know I executed think, properly i i, I 
I'm going to tweak things a little bit. Yeah. Halfway halfway through the show, why not have all the women in a battle royal situation? The winner of that goes on to face mm. one of the two champions. They get to pick. Right? They can pick. Yeah. There you go. They they get to choose which like it. which like uh it. which female brand that they want to be on, whether it's it's Raw or SmackDown. Right? Good choice. Good choice. I like that. Yeah. I could very much work. It, and and we could very well see it because uh, other things that we've talked about on here have come to fruition. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, we will see. Uh, I think something along those lines could possibly happen, you know, main event or not. We'll see. Along with those lines with WrestleMania, one little bit of a beef I have with WrestleMania, I don't know if I've really approached this as a topic recently, but it seems like it's happened in a lot of the same kind of places the last you know five plus years. You know, we we've been in Florida, we've been in New Orleans, back to back to Florida, back to New Orleans again. Like, you know, yeah, California for WrestleMania thirty one. I feel like there's a, a lack of variety in places that they're choosing to go for WrestleMania. You know, being Canadian, obviously we're a little bit biased. We want to see a WrestleMania Canada here again. It's one of the biggest ones of all time was here in Canada. Yeah. You know, and it just feels like um I understand, you know, with the the time of year that WrestleMania happens. You know, obviously we can't do any, like, uh, you know, Big House in Michigan is unfortunately kind of maybe off the table unless they were to reschedule WrestleMania because, you know, they could break attendance records if they went there. Um, but it would be nice to see them mix it up with the locations a little bit more. Because uh, it feels like we're repeating a lot. We, we definitely are. And I, I believe the reasoning for that is because they'll sign multi-year contracts with these places right and they'll say hey listen we'll we'll let you come in and we'll let you do wrestlemania here but you need to do you know four other wrestlemanias here over the next you know seven years Mm -hmm. right that's possible so i hope that that's not the case and i hope that maybe like like this that this is just kind of going to stop now and maybe start to to come around other places um Honestly, for me to try to get down to, to that area for a WrestleMania costs a lot of freaking money. Yeah. Whereas if they had it in like let's say Toronto, or if they had it in Ottawa, or if they had it in like Winnipeg, or if yeah. they had it in uh, even Detroit, right? Like Detroit's got this new arena. Yep. Bring a WrestleMania to the Little Caesars Arena, right? Like that's that's close enough. Yeah, and there's other parts in the in the U.S. where they could go to, like big college football stadiums, like uh, Ohio State, Penn, Penn State, like huge. They could have over a hundred thousand people in those arenas. I just feel like they're, you know, it seems like they they tend to stay south of the, uh, you know, the halfway point of, of this, this the United States. It seems like uh, with WrestleMania lately. So yeah, see them venture north a little bit. I know. <laughs> I know, wish so, they would. You know. So we'll see if maybe because um, I mean at this year's WrestleMania we'll we'll find out where the following WrestleMania will be because they usually do announce that and yep. then we'll uh, we'll see if they're gonna mix that situation up a little bit. I hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anything wrestling oriented on your mind before we kind of wrap things up here that you want to approach? No, I think no. everything is good. Okay. Well, I think we, you know, touched on some main topics there, you know, that needed to uh, to kind of be discussed there, especially the uh, that whole too sweet uh, situation. And I'm hoping that that kind of settles down, and that uh, you know, 
you know, WWE can see the potential that they have there with that and, and really kind of make use of it. Definitely. And I just kind of want to let everybody know um, that they, they haven't stopped kind of doing doing that. Um, they, they're they still doing it, um, except in this case now, they're calling it the one suite. And what they're doing is they're doing the same, the, the exact same thing, except they're putting their pinky down. Yeah. So their index finger is staying up yeah. and they're calling it the one suite. So slap in the face to the WWE. They're still doing the essentially same gesture, except their pinky finger is down and they're calling it the one suite instead of the two suites. Good for them. Very, very clever. Very similar to what Matt Hardy did uh, when it comes to the the character there. Instead of uh, the broken going awoken or awoken. Yep. That's clever, folks. That's very clever. clever. All right, I think we'll uh, wrap up our, our Turnbuckle talk here uh, for this week. Uh, make sure and check out collarandelbowbrand.com. Use the promo code JK Podcast. Get ten percent off any purchase that you want to make there. Take advantage of that, and uh, you know, even give that to to your friends as well. Let them know what that offer code is, and tell them to go check it out. And they're going to find something on their website that they're going to like. Definitely, and we do want you to make sure that you go and check us out on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook at JK Podcasts. As well as uh, I am on Instagram myself, and my personal Instagram we're looking at is Carl Carafel is where you can find that. And I'm just pulling it up here super quick. We just recently changed um, our Twitter. So our Twitter is now at JK Podcasts. There is an S at the end of that. So JK Podcasts is how you can find us on Twitter. So make sure you check us out, Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, and if you're so lucky, I might even give you my Snapchat. Ooh, Snapchat. So there we go, guys. That's how you can find us on social media. All information for collar and elbowbrand.com is available on all of those social media platforms as well. So make sure you go and check out those social media platforms. Make sure you check out collar and elbowbrand.com. Make sure you remember the name JNK Podcast. Right. And you're browsing, if you're browsing their web and you want to find our direct uh, podcast page through Podbean, it's jnkpodcast.podbean.com. There we go. So there you go. If you're listening on the app right now and you want to listen through your browser, if you want to uh, kind of be a rebel and listen to us at work on your computer, that's the website to go to. Perfect. All right. So let's uh, wrap things up like we usually do with some tunes. This week we've got some uh, Disturbed. Let's get down with the sickness and we'll see you guys next time. Ciao.